0: Welcome to The Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. This is The Nun Report, and I'm in Washington State. I think most of you know that by now. We have some seriously insane, evil stuff going on in this state. We have a, a legislature that has passed... Gun bans. This 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 session, they've passed gun bans. They've passed uh, tax increases, and now they've made it legal for the state to basically take control of your kids. This has made national news. It's been all over. I was talking about it last week. I've been talking about it off and on ever since it came in into the spotlight. But it's now making national media. People are talking about. Oh man, look at Washington State. They have they have legislators who believe that children can run away from home, and seek shelter in a, in a state sponsored shelter or a home or a nonprofit, and they don't need to notify the parents that their kids are there while their kids are there. One of the excuses is that they can get uh transgender therapy and gender affirmation and actual surgery without ever notifying the parents. So imagine this, your kid runs away and goes to one of these shelters. You're you're, you're worried to death where, Where's my where's my kid? And the state's not required to tell you where your kid is. And they could be gone for months. And during all those months, guess what? They might be getting double mastectomies. They might be getting hormone blockers. They might be doing all this insane shit in the name of gender affirmation for children who aren't allowed to vote, children who aren't allowed to own guns, aren't allowed to be in the military. Hell, you can't even get a tattoo or pierced ears without parental consent. But you can go into a shelter and claim abuse because your parents won't let you transition, and bam, the state will protect you. And not only that, they'll pay for it with taxpayer dollars. We have crime that's out of control in this country. Stores, box stores, huge stores, are closing down all over in liberal cities. These are all blue cities, don't let them try to lie to you. They said, oh, well, red cities are just as crime-ridden as blue cities. That's not, that's not true. Because if that were true, then the box stores like Target and Wal- Walgreens and, and Walmart and Macy's, Best Buy, they would be closing down their stores in, in red districts as well, but they're not. They're only closing them down into the Chicago's and the San Francisco's and the Portland's and the Seattle's. Hell, even Starbucks is closing down some of their locations in Seattle because there's too much crime, and it's just allowed to persist and continue and go on and on. You have a Congress uh, senator, excuse me, Senator Mister Crow Magna Man Fetterman is back, and he shows up to the Senate in in, a, in in gym shorts and a hoodie because he has absolutely zero respect for the office. We have over six point three million people who have crossed the border. Since Biden came into office, we're going to talk about all of that and maybe a little bit more. I got some weirdness today that was super weird. We got Karine Jean-Pierre, of course, is doing her thing. Guns is the leading cause of death in children. Guns is. G-U-N-S is. She can't even speak proper English for crying out loud. She's, she's the press secretary of the free world. When you have Congress people who think that they should be able to control the Supreme Court, they don't understand the Constitution. There's three branches of government that all are equally weighted. Congress does not have the authority constitutionally or legally to oversee the Supreme Court or the exec- executive branch. They don't get it because they don't believe in the Constitution. They, 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 in fact, a lot of these people, these newcomers, these, these communist whack jobs that are coming up and these lunatics that are coming up, in Congress, I doubt they've even read the Constitution. I doubt they've even read it. All right, so there's 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 our setup for today. Uh, here's what we got going on. So Jason Rance, he, he's big out here, man. He's on uh, KTTH Radio. He's he's a regular uh, guest on on Fox and other and other outlets. And um, he says this is one of our logmakers out here in Washington. Representative Jamila Taylor, a Democrat from Federal Way, backs a bill giving trans kids surgeries without parental consent because they may hear microaggressions and run away from home. Oh. Where will they sleep if not for this bill? Without it, they could still go to shelters. She's lying to you, and she is. Let's listen to her.
1: The microaggressions, the language of parents, I I really wish... More parents had the skills that the parents who are in this room talking about how they would want to affirm their children, but say no. I wish more parents had that. But when I see a young person come to me on a regular basis, say, Regularly. I can't go home. Home is not safe. Am I not going to do something? Are we not going to do something? Am I going to let them stay out on the street, homeless, at risk, at risk to being picked up by somebody who will say all the right things and make them do all the wrong things? Am I going to risk this child being in the middle of the cold, not knowing whether they're going to have somewhere to go tonight, all because... They can't go home to a place where we don't know what those threats are going to actually be. I tell you, there are some unhealthy family dynamics out there. And that child, that child wants to go home, wants to see the love from their parent. They just need some way to communicate better with their parent. Their parent needs another way to speak to this child. To get them through the toughest parts of
0: their life. We must. Yeah, it's called adolescence. Parents have been doing it for thousands and thousands of years. So you just shut the F up. Keep in mind, she's giving testimony in support of a bill that allows children to run away, go to a shelter where Parents do not need to be notified where they are and where they can receive gender-affirming care because see, this bill, Senate Bill 5599 in Washington State has equated parents disagreeing with adolescents, children wanting to change their gender as abuse. Just the same as beating them up or sexually abusing them. If you don't allow them to think that they're a different gender than they are not, then that's also abuse. So they can go to the state. They can go to a shelter. Parents will not be notified, and then go ahead and have all their surgeries on the taxpayer dollar. She's talking about, where will the children go? Where will they, I think, approach me daily. What will they do? What, what will they do? They do what they've always done, man. If a child is truly at risk, if they're truly homeless, then they can go to a shelter. The shelter works with the state and they notify the parents where your child is. Your child is safe. And this is why. And then you have then you have a, a, a hearings and whatnot. And you try to reunite the family. This this legislation is not about reuniting families. It's about destroying families and tearing them apart. Plain and simple. Jason Rance also tweeted this, Washington Democrats just passed the most extremist bill in the country. If a minor runs away from home, they can receive gender-affirming care, including surgeries, without parental consent and without the state being compelled to tell the parents where the child is. And again, so your child runs away. You don't know where they are. You're worried sick. Here's some of the lawmakers in the state. Tana Sen. Washington House just passed Senate Bill 5599 to protect youth seeking gender affirming care and reproductive health care services. As states reject reproductive health care and trans youth, I see you. I affirm you. I hear you. I love you. She should have added, I own you. On to the end of that. This is sick stuff, people. Really, you have lawmakers telling parents that you know what, if, if you won't allow your kids to transition, then you're abusing them, and so they can become wards of the state, and we will take care of them, and we don't have to tell you jack shit about it. That's what's going on. Here's another lawmaker here in the state. April Berg, we passed this bill in the House to protect trans and at-risk youth seeking the care they need and deserve. We're in a time in this country where trans people and reproductive rights are under attack. Thank you to Senator Marco Lealos for creating this bill to combat that regression. Exactly how are trans people under attack? I keep hearing this term. The media is really good at being the mouthpiece of, uh, you know, the legacy media is good at being the mouthpiece of the, the liberal agenda and the communists and the leftists and the evil people that are out there. And I equate them all as kind of being the same. Where, where how are they under attack? Last I checked, it was the trans people shooting up Christian schools and killing people. That's who's under attack. You see, we just don't think that children should do this. I don't, I mean, personally, I don't think anybody should do this. I, I think it goes far beyond Age, but once you're a consenting adult, you can do what you do, right, wrong, or indifferent. As a child, who can't even go get your ears pierced without parental consent, can run away from home now and the state of Washington in their sick, twisted mind of of equity will protect that and not only protect it, but protect it at the cost of the parent, of the family. They're destroying family units. They're destroying households. This bill is sick, sick, sick. And I can't stress that enough. On the national level, you have this. You know, when you, you have people saying things like this. I mean, check out this. This. check out this guy.
1: Republicans are attacking trans and other LGBTQ kids. And it shows exactly who they are, bigots and bullies. And I said that once, and I'll say it again.
0: Oh, and you'll probably say it again and again and again because you're a useful idiot out there pushing an agenda. Again, how are trans youth under attack? Please, please tell me. Children, their, their minds are not developed to the point where they can make these huge decisions. Life-altering, irreversible unchangeable decisions. Well, we're going to do something in Washington. I don't know if it will change anything, but we're going to have our voices heard. We will have our day at the Capitol and I'm going to be there. We're going to, there, there's a protest happening down in Olympia, which is the state capital of Washington state this Friday. And if you're, if you're in Washington, you're listening to this, please, please, please just come down, support, walk around. It might be rainy. Bring an umbrella like the picture has. But we're going to protect our children and stand for parental rights. It's April 21st, 3 to 5 p.m. It's in Olympia, Washington at the state capitol. And, um, you know, I will be there. I'm going to be doing roaming interviews. I'm going to be talking with a lot of people. I won't have a live show uh, or a daily show on Friday because I'm going to be down there. But I will be recording And maybe I'll drop a a special episode on Saturday with all the interviews of the people that I speak with. If nothing else, it'll be out Monday, at the latest. Uh, Maybe I'll do a few, uh, you know, Facebook lives or or Rumble lives and you can check it out as well. But um, I am going to be there again. That's this Friday, April 21st, 3 to 5 p.m. in Olympia, Washington at the Capitol. If you're in the state, come on down and join us. All right. This is this is an important thing. We gotta make our voices heard, man. They make theirs heard. And now we need to make ours heard. If we don't, then we're just we're just giving up, right? At least that's what it seems like to me. We're gonna to get to the weird part of the show here right now because I want to get light for a minute. This is truth, freedom, and weirdness is the tagline for the Nun Report. And I believe that we have a little bit of all of that. Just the daily news is kind of weird. And this is an example of it. Here's Kareem Jean-Pierre, your favorite press secretary and mine. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen to this.
1: Guns is the leading cause of death in our children. Guns is the leading cause of death in our children.
0: She said it twice. Guns is. Come on, man. You're the press secretary of the United Freaking States and you can't even use proper English? Guns are. Are. Guns is the leading cause of death. I is an educated person. Give me a friggin' break. <laughs> Good grief, man. Um, all right, first of all, uh, guns is not the leading cause of death. Uh, abortions are. Fentanyl is. Notice how I used are and is in the proper English right there. Maybe you could learn something, Karine Jean-Pierre. If you're going to stand up there in front of the whole world and pretend to be the mouthpiece for the White House, at least, I mean, you're an educated person. And you repeated improper English twice in a row on a topic and a point that's completely false. Anyway, that's my first weirdness for the day. She's a freaking joke. Um, and then we have Katie Porter. She's wants to be a, a senator out of California. And <sighs> I'm just going to let you listen to the cows here.
1: The problem is, how do you police the Supreme Court? Well, Congress absolutely can and should the Supreme Court. Residual power for our government is in Congress. Yeah. Not in the executive branch, not with the president, and not with the Supreme Court. And that's because we're the closest to the people. People mm-hmm. elected on us every two years. Um, and so Congress can pass a judicial code of ethics for the Supreme Court. And when we do, by the way, we need to learn from our own mistakes oh. with our congressional codes mm-hmm. of yep. ethics, in which we have seen this exact same play, which yep. is Oops, I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. And people get off the hook for it. And what it does is it erodes trust in government. It makes right. people think that um, Congress is corrupt, that court is corrupt, that they can't trust their federal officials. And I don't care what your political views are. A lack of trust in government is a terrible thing yep. to witness in a democracy. And we all need to be part of pushing for more accountability.
0: Okay, we're not a democracy. We're a representative republic. Obviously, she has no idea what the Constitution says. There are three branches of government. Executive Congressional and Judicial, they are all equal. If they're equal, Congress has no business policing anything to do with the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is equal to Congress. The Supreme Court writes the law of land. That's their job. Congress has no constitutional authority to police the Supreme Court or create a code of conduct that's enforceable for the Supreme Court. And this is not a democracy. But that's their battle cry. So they have to always put it out there, right? Oh, it's the end of democracy. Oh, they're threatening democracy. We're a representative republic and it's a God darn good thing that we are because are still some sane states out there that are stopping you people from turning this into the Soviet Union. Tch, police the Supreme Court. Give me a damn break. You've got no authority to do any such thing. And then we have, of course, Kamala Harris. As long as we talked about trans today in Washington State and the illegal, uh, unethical, and evil laws that are being passed here Here's what Kamala Harris had to say about transitioning.
1: And transitioning, you know, this diesel truck that's on its last wheels. (laughs) I got jokes. Uh, And transitioning it to give it 10 more years of its lifespan, transitioning it to being an electric vehicle. And as we were discussing it, because he's talking about not only doing the work of transitioning it, but the folks who are going to actually do the actual work, right, of changing its composition so that it can then be an electric vehicle, well, we would have all traditionally called that person a mechanic. But now we're calling the person who's doing the EV stuff a technician.
0: Is she stupid? <laughs> but apparently we're transing trucks now, so it's not just it's not just. People and kids that want to transition. Apparently, trucks also are being transitioned by technicians. <sighs> anyway, so there's your weirdness for the day. There's a few clips that I thought were crazy. Meanwhile, you know, in liberal cities across the country, we have large businesses that are closing down. Portland's uh, Pearl District REI to close due to record crime and safety concerns. They're concerned about their employees. They're concerned about their customers because... The store keeps getting broken into. There's crime in the area. People are getting killed. They're doing drugs on the street. They're shitting on the sidewalk, and it's not a safe environment. The same thing is going on in San Francisco, in Seattle, in Chicago, and so these businesses are leaving. These are the same businesses that those governments also want to tax to death because they're they're rich and they need to pay their fair share. And they're saying, you know what? You're not even protecting our businesses. We can't even stay in business and be safe. So screw you, screw your taxes, and screw your policies. We're out. And REI is a, is a progressive-leaning liberal corporation, as are many of them. Walmarts have left Portland. Walmarts are leaving Chicago. And I wonder why. Why would you stay in states like this that not only... Not only do they do they do they not uh, protect your 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 store, but they don't punish crime. They let the criminals out. They actually don't arrest them in many cases. In some places, San Francisco, Seattle, you steal less than a thousand dollars, nine hundred fifty dollars, whatever it is. they they can't even prosecute you. So these people are going into stores, they're looting them, they're stealing things. In Seattle, we have actually had Starbucks shut down on Capitol Hill because where the autonomous zone, you know, was for a while. That was famous in the summer of 2020 when all the when all the Antifa people and BLM people were burning cities throughout the country without any consequence. You have uh, Target is shutting down in a lot of cities, Walgreens, Macy's, Best Buy, Bed Bath and Beyond. These are just some of the box stores that are leaving these crime ridden cities because they can't protect their employees. And then what do they do? So there, there's eight Walmarts in Chicago. Four of them are shutting down in areas that are massively crime-ridden. And here's what they have to say about it. They're mad. Walgreens is, or excuse me, Walmart is leaving because of the criminal activity. And rather than blaming the criminal activity, these dipshits blame the company for leaving.
1: What? Yes, sir. Our communities look like they look. Well, right. That we truth. have violence every single day. Speak the truth. Yeah. It is just not on us. Yeah. It is on the corporate citizens that come into our community yeah. and ravage our community. Yeah. Yeah. And Walmart, you should be absolutely ashamed of yourself.
0: Keep in mind, this is in response to Walmart leaving closing stores because of the criminal activity. And this asshole has, has the the nerve to blame the corporation for the crime that's driving them out. Unbelievable. And people are, hey, man, man, preach it, brother. They're clapping. Good Lord.
1: You are the reason that our communities lack the investment that they have. We should not have to go out of our communities to find jobs. We should not have to go out of our communities to get medicine. We should not go out of our communities to be able to shop. We should be able to do all of this in our community. Right here. Yeah. We, deserve, we deserve. We deserve. We deserve. To be able to shop. Yes, sir. Work. Yes. Play. Yes. In our own. Then
0: stop the crime and stop voting in people who won't stop the crime. Who won't. You know, you want to defund the police. These are the same people who talk about defunding the police, the same people who supported BLM and Antifa. And now they're blaming the corporations for leaving their communities. Stop the crime. Enforce the laws. Put people in jail. Have consequences for actions. But no, when people can go around and do shit like this and there's no consequences... <laughs> What do you think's going to happen? You want to go shopping there? You want to own that business? Let's take a look at another one. You've seen these videos. They're all over the place, every day. Check this one out. This is at an ARCO station.
1: The video into our newsroom shows hundreds of people crowding in Arco near Central and Alondra. After smashing the door, dozens of looters flooded into the store, grabbing anything they could. L.A. Sheriff's deputies tell us there were thousands of dollars worth of merchandise stolen and a thousand more in damages. This as deputies deal with numerous street takeovers throughout the city. Deputies say they couldn't intervene because of safety concerns as they were very outnumbered. Only.
0: They were very outnumbered. Hire more police people. Start enforcing the law. Put track every single one of those fuckers down that you have on camera. Every single one. And put their ass in jail. Everyone. There has to be consequences for actions. You can't let just society run amok. This is anarchy. This is ridiculous. Here's another one. Tonight in Los Angeles. <laughs> They're just happy as fuck. They're having a good old time. It's a looting party. You hear them laughing, getting around, getting along. Everything's all great and funny. It's just fucking hilarious, isn't it? I'm going to show you one more before we move on and then I'm going to I'm going to look at a, a reaction of a person trying to shop. Oh shit. Oh this one. Look at all those white supremacists. Look at all those radical MAGA, extreme MAGA
1: people. Yeah.
0: There's a bunch of radical white supremacists there. God dang. Now we're going to look at the reaction of a community member. Who simply wants to go shopping? She wants to buy groceries for her family. Check this out.
1: Every grocery store looks like this. Everything is either on the floor. Look at this. Can't even get no fucking food for my kids, G. Look at this. Came in the store to try to buy something. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a thief. Look at this. In my hood, can't even get no food for my kids. Babies need milk. Can't even get nothing for my kids, bro. I
0: feel like it. These mobs go through these stores and they just empty the shelves. They take what they want at will. And not only that, if they can't take it, they destroy it. They throw... Shit all over the floor. They dump out milk. They they throw things out of the freezer. They just it's just like this animalistic uh, mob mentality. And then they get mad at the store for wanting to leave and not want to do business in their communities. Who would? Who would want to do business in their communities? we're going to uh, jump topics here a little bit and talk about the border and uh, the border crisis is still happening. It's still ongoing. It's still there. There are so many, the, the Biden administration has created so many crises domestically and internationally that it's hard to keep track of them all. And you you, you try to bounce around and, and report on them all and cover them all. And it's just almost impossible. I, I I could cover 10 things a day that are a complete disaster because of Biden and because of the leftists that are running this country right now that need to be expelled in 2024 and they need to be expelled like in a huge, huge way. And you've heard me talk about that. I talk about it almost every show. 191,899 illegal border encounters. That was in March. Latest numbers that brings the total number of illegal crossings under Joe Biden to over 6.3 million, that which includes over 1.3 million known gotaways—people that don't know where they came from, they don't know where they're going, they don't know what, know what they're doing—but they caught them on surveillance cameras coming into the country, but they had no interaction with with anybody. So, uh, so we know there's a 1.3 million people in the country that are we don't know who they are. <laughs> they could be terrorists. They could be spies. They could be, you know, all any number of things. Because, well, there are guideways. For the first time in history, monthly apprehensions at the southern border have surpassed one hundred fifty thousand for twenty-five consecutive months. If in March the Biden administration absurdly insisted that their policies were working at reducing crossings, that was a lie. Like everything this administration tells you. Let me try to put this in perspective. 6.3 million people since Biden took office. Two and a half years. A little under two and a half years. That is equivalent to 2% of the entire population of the country. Do the math. 330-ish million people in the country. 2% of that is 6.3. Six million people. A country cannot absorb that sort of so that, and that's in two years. Two percent of the population. Imagine another six years there'll be nearly ten percent of the population of the entire country coming in illegally across the southern border. That is not acceptable. it's not sustainable. it's bullshit. It needs to stop. It needs to stop right now. They aren't doing anything. But remember, Karine Jean Pierre, she said everything's under control. The
1: president is using the tools that have been given to him that he's able to use from the executive level without the help of Congress, Republicans in Congress who have gotten in the way and not helped at all to deal with this issue. Uh, The program that he's put forth, we see them working. The data shows.
0: The data does not show that. The data shows record people coming into this country illegally, here's what the data shows. You see that orange line down at the very bottom? That was when Trump was president. You see everything up above that? The blue line is 2021, the orange line is 2022, and the black line is this year and it's climbing. The data shows that the border is out of freaking control. And their answer to it, when they say Republicans, Republicans, they're not working with us. Because your solution to the border crisis is to increase processing and bring them in as quickly as possible. We can't bring every single person in the world into the United States. And we certainly can't dilute our population at the rate you are. In two years, you've replaced 2% of the population. Of this country. And you hope they'll vote for you. Eventually, right? Isn't that the overall scheme of things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other news, cro man has come back to the Senate. He's out of his he's been treated for depression for several months now in fact pretty much ever since uh ever since he was <laughs> ever since he was elected he's he's been in treatment and if you watch this watch what's going on man first of all he shows up to the senate absolutely zero respect for the office or or, or for the senate he's showing up basically in a in a grungy looking uh gym outfit. I mean, it looks like he just is getting ready to go for a run or something uh, in a homeless camp. And watch him walk. This guy, I mean, think about it. He was in the hospital inpatient for depression for several months. That's how long it took them to get the cocktail of medications that I'm sure he must be on and he he looks like he's on a cocktail of medications. I mean he he can hardly even walk. And he probably part of his therapy was they probably told him, you know, dude, don't, you don't need to put a suit on to go to Congress. If that stresses you out, if that makes you depressed, just just be who you are. Now look, I'm I'm not. I have long hair. All right, I have. I, I like to wear t shirts. I like to wear jeans with holes in them. But when I'm in certain situations, if I'm going to Washington, D.C. for a fundraiser, if I'm going to MC an event for a political candidate, I'll put a jacket on. At least I'll put a jacket on. <laughs> but not this guy. Not this guy. Check this out, man. Unbelievable. Senator Fetterman. Like he's a rock star. He looks like he's still in the psych ward at Walter Reed, except instead of walking down the hall of the hospital, he's walking into the the, the, the Senate. (laughs) Unbelievable. And you people of Pennsylvania, seriously, seriously, you did this? (laughs) It's like the people of Chicago who voted in this uh, whack job uh, mayor to replace Lori Lightfoot. I mean, she was horrible. This guy, Chicago's getting lit on fire. They've got this area where they have concerts and stuff, and they've they've restricted it to if you're under 21, you need to have a chaperone, an adult chaperone over 21, and so the teenagers are going nuts, and they're they're just rioting down there every weekend. This is a regular occurrence in Chicago now, and they're not allowed. The police, uh, unfortunately, you know, someone was shot this last weekend, but they they're not allowed to really stop it but it all comes down to a respect for authority, a respect for um, law. You know, we're a nation of law and justice. And if we don't have law that's enforced, and again, that's the key is enforcing the law. There, there's, we have lots of laws, right? But a lot of cities are choosing, we're just simply not going to enforce them. What the hell do you think is going to happen? if there's no consequence for actions it's very i mean this is a fundamental fact right i mean as parents you know you have children if they do something wrong they're punished there's a there's a consequence there's an action and a reaction but not not today not with not in society with today's leftists that are out there they're loony they are crazy as fuck a lot of these people belong in asylums Here's the no better take of the day. In Washington state, you've got a legislature that has made it legal for the state to basically take control of your child and not tell you where they are. If your child wants to run away from home, they can go to any shelter, whether it's state funded or, or nonprofit or whatever. If it's, it's somewhat connected with the state, they can go there and claim that oh, I don't feel comfortable at home because I'm a trans and my parents don't approve of that. But that's automatically abuse. The parents are guilty of abuse without any investigation, without any proof whatsoever, just because the child said so. And here's the kicker. The state is not required to let the parents know where the child is. Or that they're safe. So you have a state funded kidnapping of your and and you know, sanctioned kidnapping of your children. Imagine that your parent, your kid runs away from home, you're worried sick. You don't know where they are. You've put out a police report. You've you you've talked to authorities. You're trying to locate your child. The state knows the entire time where your child is, but they don't won't tell you. Meanwhile, your child might be getting a mastectomy, they might be taking hormone blockers, all funded on the state tax dollar. It's pretty sick, right? Kids can't even get their ears pierced without parental consent. But they can run away from home, go to a state shelter and Washington state law will now say that that's okay. We protect them. They don't have to tell the parents about it at all. I'm going to be down at the Capitol on Friday, April 21st. I'm going to be roaming around. There's a protest going on down there. If you're in Washington state, I encourage you to go keep your head on a swivel because certainly there will be some uh, trans activists and Antifa people down there trying to cause mayhem. But I think that truth and justice will prevail. We need to make our voices heard. This is the time to do it. I'm going to be down there. Please join us peacefully and exercise your right to assemble and protest against things that you do not agree with. Crime is out of control in this country. You have box stores from from Walmart, Starbucks, uh, Starbucks, Target, Walgreens, Macy's, Best Buy, Bed Bath and Beyond—they're closing down stores in liberal crime capitals across the world because they can't keep their employees safe, they can't keep their customers safe, and the amount of crime and the amount of theft that's happening amounting into millions of dollars—it just doesn't. Why would you operate a business like that? You cannot operate a business like that. So they're leaving. They're closing the st- the cities that these are people are leaving they're they're losing services they're losing tax revenue because they will no longer have that from these businesses and these corporations that are leaving their cities who can blame them right Who can blame them? You have mobs, uh, looting stores all the time. No one gets punished. No one's held accountable. There's no consequences. There needs to be consequence for actions. Parents know that. Your kid does something wrong. They get a little swat on the butt or they get restricted or they get something taken away from them. There are consequences for doing something you're not supposed to do. You have adults running around this country that are doing whatever the hell they want because law enforcement is not allowed by their legislative branches in their respective cities or states to hold people accountable anymore. Every single one of these people leaves a store needs to be hunted down and put in jail, period. It'll stop. You start holding people accountable, it'll stop. But when you just let things run amok, you know, you're going to get what you get. Crow Magnum man is back in the Senate, John Fetterman. He's, he's there doing his thing, showing up in gym shorts. No respect for the office at all, sweatshirt. Pathetic, man. He looked like he was going to the local YMCA and not the Senate of the United States of America. 6.3 million people have come across the border since Biden was in office. Over 1 million of those were gotaways that we don't know where they came from, where they're going, where they are, what their intentions are while they're here. 6.3 million people in pers- put it in perspective. That's 2% of the entire population of the country in just a little over two years since Biden took office. Imagine what it would be after eight. Be nearly 10% of the population of this country would have been replaced by people illegally coming in from other countries around the world. And I'm not against immigration. It's an important part of America. It's who we are. It can't just be unchecked. People can't just flood across the border without without proper, you know. There's an open invitation right now. When Trump was president, they weren't coming across at these numbers. They were coming across at between 50 to 75,000 a month. Now they're coming in at a couple hundred thousand, three, four times that every month. $195,000, $195,000 people in March. Think about that. Anyway, hey, thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on the radio, renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. You can catch all the video and everything that I threw up today. I'm on all the socials except for TikTok because I don't do that commie BS at the nun report. Just go to my website, thenunreport.com. Click into everything right there. One stop, one shop. Anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. As always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.